This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning, Valacita. It's Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, ma'am. Have a great day. You too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. It's Kind Kim. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Kind Kim. Have a blessed day. You too, beautiful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling. This is Felicita. Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Happy Wednesday. You You too. Happy Wednesday. Sister Lisa. (laughs) Good morning, Sister Lisa. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Same to you. You have a wonderful and blessed day. Thank you. Good morning, Susie. It's Magnificent. Thank you. Good morning, Magnificent. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us?
Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. Good morning. This is Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Diane. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Got on mute. Okay. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. This is Shara. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, Shara. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Thank you. Welcome. Good morning. Good Thank morning, you for calling Declare Victory. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. <laughs> Thank you so much. Happy Wednesday. I had to get in there too with Tracy. <laughs> Love you too. Harmonize, harmonize. <laughs> Good morning and happy Wednesday to you, Dee Dee. It's Wednesday, y'all. We are just yes, blessed. Yes. Absolutely. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Baby, can I have a, um, well, a continue to just pray for um, baby Isaiah, Alexis, and also my niece Stephanie. Just God is doing wonderful things for the new babies and then for Stephanie is battling cancer. So just wanted to continue to pray. For them, love you. Thank you. Okay. Yes, yeah. Thank you for letting us know. Good morning. Thank you for calling. Declare victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wait While We Wait Wednesday. That's right. <laughs> hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Who was that? Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita, who's on the line. What's your name? What's your name? Good morning. Hi, this is Sita. What's your name? Hey. Say it again. Lonnie. His name is Lonnie. Oh, good morning, Lonnie. Good to hear your sound. Happy Wednesday. Welcome. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Good morning, it's Elsie. I would like to ask for a prayer. Okay, sure. I am driving down to L.A. Okay. Yeah, and going to go help my family, so... And my mom fell yesterday off a tow truck because her brakes failed. Um, I'm there for her, too. 
Okay. We got it. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, safe travels for you. Thank you for letting us know, Elsie. Morning, Valuables, Rochelle. Can I add um, two people to the prayer list? Yes. Um, my um, nephew, Aaron, and um, my niece, Nikki, and for their health. Okay, Aaron is in the hospital, and Nikki's dealing with a lot. Okay, healing for both. Yes, thank you. Happy Thanks Wednesday. for letting us know. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute, and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to join us during the month of December, where our monthly theme is entitled More, focusing on hearing and receiving more of God so we can and will be more like Him. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we will call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. Secondly, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truths along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. We have spoken prayer requests. The first one is from Dee, and she's asking for continued prayers for baby Isaiah, Alexis, and her niece, Stephanie. We also want to lift up Elsie. She's traveling to Southern California right now, so let's pray for her traveling grace for her. And also for her mom, she fell off of a tow truck. Can I please ask you to place your phone on mute? Thank you so much. And then we also want to continue to uh, lift up Elsie and her family as they are grieving right now. And then Rochelle has uh, two prayer requests. The first one is for her nephew, Aaron, and he's in the hospital. So let's just pray for complete healing for him. And then also for her niece, Nikki, praying for healing for Nikki as well. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. 
I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Rochelle, declaration by Dion, and then closing comments will be hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 13. But rejoice inasmuch as you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to Rochelle. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. We thank you for allowing us um, just the pleasure of seeing the dawning of a new day. We thank you just for all that you've done, for all that you're doing in our lives right now. God, we thank you because your grace has been sufficient. Father, even as we sit in this moment, purposefully slowing down to just take in how great you truly are. We sit with hearts of gratitude and say thank you. Hallelujah, as the world around us is scrambling to do this and to do that and to accomplish this and accomplish that, we sit knowing that our destiny, our today, our tomorrow rests securely just as our yesterday did in the palm of your hand. We thank you for the fact that you know the plans that you have for us, the plans to prosper us. Hallelujah. The plans to make sure that we come to good. God, we thank you. We thank you for the trials and tribulations that have shaped our faith on this morning. God, we thank you for protection and provision. God, we thank you for how you continue to provide for us. We thank you for your strong arm of security and mercy that has kept us from danger, seen and unseen danger. God, we thank you. Hallelujah. If we sit down and really take account of all the things you've done, God, we thank you for prayer requests that you've answered, that you've had solutions to before we even spoke them. We thank you that you are a solution-focused God. We thank you that you are a future-focused God. As we continue to pray, we're going to ask that you would please place your phones on me if you are just joining us. Good morning. Please mute your phone. Hallelujah. As we turn our hearts towards heaven, hallelujah, we ask that you would please, thank you, mute your phone. Father, we just bless you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you, God, as we lift up the prayer requests that were Spoken this morning, baby Isaiah, God, and his mother, Alexis, we thank you for safe arrivals. Hallelujah. As doctors have prepared um, for worse, God, we thank you that you are a miracle-working God. We thank you that you are still answering, hearing, and answering prayers. So we ask that you would just continue to do what only we can do, and that's to have your way in that little life and in the life of his mother. Father, we lift up Stephanie to you as her MTBD represents her regularly. God, we understand that she is still in the fight, but we also represent, understand that there is a banner of grace covering her life. So we ask that you would continue to do what you are doing, and that's to be God in her life. Hallelujah. To be God even in her spirit, to keep her encouraged, God. We just thank you for her life. 
We lift up Elsie to you, God, and we ask for traveling grace and mercy as she's on the highway going to support her family. We lift up that entire family to you as they sit in bereavement and in mourning. Father, we thank you for the work that you've done in Elsie's life. We thank you that she's going down there as salt and light. We thank you that you did the work and you crafted her in a way that she can go down there and be um, an example of grace, an example of mercy, even in mourning. God, we thank you for the portion of her soul that will stand up and say, even through this, God is still good and his grace is sufficient. We ask that you will strengthen our sister and that you will bring her back to us at the appointed time and that she will find our arms a safe place to land. Father, we lift up her mother as she recovers from a fall. God, we ask that you would bless that mother. Hallelujah. You know what it's like to lose a child, God. And so we ask that you will comfort her heart. Give her peace that surpasses all understanding. God, give her so much peace that she wonders why she has it. And God placed Elsie right there so Elsie can explain to her, I met a man from Galilee. God, I thank you for the healing and the restoration that will take place in that family. We thank you for salvation. Hallelujah. We thank you that there will be purpose even in this tragedy. Father, we lift up Aaron as he is hospitalized. God, we lift up Nikki, who's standing in the need of healing, and we ask that you would do for both of them what only you can do, and that's be God in their bodies, from the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet. You made them. You know all about them. You hand-knit and wove them together. So, God, even the prayer request that isn't spoken concerning their lives, we thank you in advance for what you're going to do. We thank you for each of their individual testimonies that they'll be able to say on the other side of this, not only does Jesus save, but he also heals. Father, we thank you. As we sit on the precipice of a new year, God, we take a moment to look back over the last one. We take back, God, we take a moment to just turn our heads over our shoulders and look back at January 2021 up to today, and we thank you for more. We thank you for the more that has taken place over this last year. We thank you for the more that has taken place every time we called you, God, 51 weeks of the year. We asked you and you showed up. You gave us more grace and we thank you for that. You gave us more capacity over the last year. and We thank you for that. We thank you for the more that you've already granted us with. More healing, God. You stretched up in ways we didn't even know we can stretch. God, you stretched unemployment, Jeff. You gave us more. You stretched our cabinets. You gave us more. You blessed the hearts of men to bless others. And sometimes we were the others. God, we thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for every time you healed our bodies. We thank you for every time you snatched us from death's door and you gave us more days. You granted us more life. God, we thank you for that. You granted us more peace when our hearts were overwhelmed. You granted us more mercy when we felt like we were falling through the throes of depression. You granted us more stability, God. You granted us more peace when our children were all over the place. God, you've already given us enough more to carry us through a lifetime. The older people say, if you never do anything else, you've already done enough. So we thank you for the more that has encapsulated our life over the last 12 months. We thank you, God, because based on that more, we know that there's nothing that is too hard for you. We know that there is nothing that can stand 
stand before your throne. No sickness, no disease, no ailment, no condition. We thank you for how you kept us safe from an invisible assailant. God, you gave us more security. You boosted us and gave us more immunity. God, we just thank you. Hallelujah, when we had more months than money, you gave us more. The king's heart has been in your hand this entire year. You gave us more favor, and we thank you. We thank you for the more that represented your grace over our life in this last year. God, you are a God of plenty. You are a God of good and plenty. Your grace is sufficient. Your grace never runs out. There is always more. We thank you for the ability to testify today, December 23rd that there is more. God, we thank you for how you took us deeper in the word and and allowed us to pull out more knowledge of you. We thank you for how you drove us to the throne of mercy, to your throne of grace on our knees and gave us a deeper relationship with you. You gave us access to the courts of heaven where we realized that there was yet more for us to tap into. We thank you for more. Hallelujah. We thank you for more that has blanketed our life. God, we thank you even in the small things. Hallelujah. You've expanded territories. You've blessed us with houses. We thank you that there has been more in 2021 when the economy said poverty and lack. You blessed us with cars, and we say thank you. When the economy said poverty and pandemic, you blessed us with businesses, where every cookie sold, for every pretzel, every candy apple. God, you blessed us with more to sustain ourselves. God, you asked what was in our hands, and we yielded it up to you, and you blessed it so that it produced more. So glad on today, we sit with prayer requests that we can definitely ask. But God, we realize you already know the sentiments of our hearts. You already know our thoughts before we even think them. So God, instead of asking you for anything today, we sit in the place of more. We sit in the place of what you've already done. And we just thank you for being God. We thank you for every prayer request that was answered for healing, whether it was in this world or in the world to come. We thank you for healing that has taken in place. We thank you for loved ones, God, for relationships that rest solely in you. We thank you, God, for how you blessed and you restored. We thank you, God, for how you kept us. Hallelujah. More. More love. More joy. More peace. More long-suffering. More resilience. God, we thank you. We thank you. Even on today, we realize that there is yet more. Every morning that you wake us up is an indication that there is more. So as I invite my brothers and sisters to take their phones off of mute, I invite them to thank you for the more that you've already thank blessed you, their lives with. God, we blessed you, and our cups have overflowed. that we have been living in the overflow. I pray you 
hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Awesome, awesome. Thanks so much. Thank you, Shell, for the text minder. Thank you, Sabrina, for that amazing prayer. Um, and yes, God, please, sir, blow my mind. Happy Wait While You Wait Wednesday, guys. It is that day that we have set aside for fasting and for prayer corporately where we connect after 5 p.m. on uh, this exact same number just to touch and agree uh, with our sounds that God heard our petitions, our prayers, and our requests um, during the sacrifice of time. Tis definitely the season to be a blessing to others. And so um, we say wait while we wait because it is a season or a moment or an opportunity um, of us actually being able to serve others. So I pray today, right before this holiday season starts, um, or I'll say Christmas season starts, um, it'll be a great opportunity for you to just get rooted and grounded for some of you all. It may be the first time you're seeing family, even since the pandemic started. For some of you guys, you'll need more grace for the activities of the holidays. For some of you all, um, you are dealing with grief and loss and uh, perhaps some discomfort and some frustration in some areas. So I just want to extend the invitation to each of you, uh, join us. Why not? Uh, it may just give you a little bit more grace. Amen. Um, thanking God for um, just another opportunity to get this thing called life right. I would that you would definitely keep in mind um, today is the third year anniversary of uh, my brother Carl's. Um, transition to glory. And so if you would keep Tanya in your prayers today as she is uh, in the snow with the, the grandkids. So just uh, just for traveling grace and for her heart today, I'm sure uh, that her mind will be full of contemplation today. So I just pray for God's peace in that area. Um, I am grateful for another opportunity to share. It is second to last Wednesday of 2021. And it is my approach to my Jubilee year. I'm super excited. Um, I am excited about walking stealthily, uh, yet audaciously into uh, my jubilee year. I am excited about the eighth year anniversary celebration um, of Declare Victory's existence in each and every one of you. Um, we just finalized the volumes of the book. There are five books that are derived from the lexicon is what it's called, the Love, Life, and Victory Lexicon. Um, and you'll begin to see that announcement. Uh, we are uploading and finalizing everything today, uh, between today and tomorrow on Amazon, so that book purchases will be available uh, for those of you that are interested. I'm beyond excited. 
Um, for those of you that are uh, contributors, we will have a, a meeting. Um, I'm going to wait until after Christmas to do that because I want you to be able to access this stream of income that God has blessed us to produce. Um, and I think that is all for the announcement. Sorry they were so long, but they are important and exciting. I'm extremely excited about what God is doing in this season. We are talking about more. And as we walk into it, that was an announcement of more. There's also been a selection for uh, the uh, Victory City logo. You guys have spoken and uh, twice have I heard thee. And so the choice was number two. Number two. That was the majority rule. I thank you all for your, your input and uh for your contribution in making that final selection. There's so much more to come concerning that. Um, I am going to share today, uh, we're going to read two separate passages of scripture, both from the book of Job. From the book of Job, um, I have shared from this story before. Uh, last week I talked about Joseph, but I want to bring to your attention something that my mother and I have talked about. I think I've mentioned it to a person or two in times past, but as I am approaching my 50th birthday, there there are things that happen, I'm sure, for folks to turn from their 20s to their 30s, from their 30s to their 40s. And now here I am um, making it to my Jubilee year, as, as I have been um, dubbed, that God has given me to treat it as such. And there's a season of reflection that I think all of us go through. We begin to kind of contemplate what we've been through, what we've done, what we've accomplished, what we um, still have yet to endeavor into. And um, I began to think about the last five years of my life, probably a little bit more than that, but these last five years have been um, what I would call an intensive. So not just intense, but an intensive as every single second of every single day, every moment, every hour, they're all opportunities for us to learn, to grow, to thrive, and to become. And so even before I go into the actual word of God, I want to petition you because we are on the precipice, Literally, it's almost like standing at the end of the riverbank in a process of walking into um, areas where it would look like the water would overtake us. But no different than the scripture that I shared last week in Joshua, the third chapter. Um, I'm going in, y'all. And, and the warfare um, on approaching is intense. And so this is my request of you. Please, ma'am, please, sir, please pray for your girl. Please say my name out loud. Please call my children's name, uh, my mother's name. And, and remember uh, us in your prayers, if you would, and I'm not being funny. 
I only say this every now and then, uh, but when I recognize what's what's actually occurring and looming in the atmosphere, it is my responsibility to be aware. The Word of God says this, men perish for lack of knowledge. I've learned how to identify when the enemy is on one. And so as as I share this morning, just about some of the reflective moments I shared with my mother the other day, if I had known on August 16th of 2016 that Josiah would have a 19th birthday, that DeMarie would live home at, ho- at his own home by himself, have a job, have a car, uh, if I had known uh, that Deontay would be situated, um, none of it perfect. We still go to chemo. Mari still has his doctor's appointments. Deontay still has his struggles. But I recognize that I'm on the other side of what I didn't understand. Um, revelation knowledge comes from experience and experience in with and through the power of the Holy Spirit. But if I had known that Josiah would celebrate his 19th birthday, the day that I was informed of his medical diagnosis, I would not have slid down the wall. If I had known what uh, it would look like to watch him uh, get dressed and off, uh, take a picture for me for the gram. What? If I had known that even on the every other Tuesday when we go to chemotherapy, he'd finish and be like, all right, mom, I'm about to go to Sims game. <laughs> uh, I, I, I wouldn't have wallowed in the bed. I wouldn't have got in the shower, gotten in the shower to uh, mask my muffled moans. Uh, that only Holy Spirit could manage to push out. If I had known um, that uh, even through the turmoil of what went on in my family structure and the guise of uh, what the enemy was attempting to do would be at such repair in this season during that course, I wouldn't have cried so much. I wouldn't have been so frustrated. I wouldn't have gotten uh, angry. I wouldn't have struggled with trying to figure out how to cope and how to manage, how to maintain if I had known that there was more. And so with that said, let, let's take a look. And, and again, this is a, a very familiar passage of scripture, but I want to bring it to your attention because right now somebody's dealing with something. You've not gotten uh, to the other side of the thing just yet. You've not gotten to the place where you can be like, honey, is that all you got? <laughs> You are to come again, devil, because that was funk, and that's not going to work. You won't derail what Psalms 139, 13 through 16 says. See, the part that I didn't understand is um, I really five years ago, I didn't understand that it was written. 
uh, I hadn't gotten to the place where the revelation of that being the truth of the rest of my life would come to full manifestation and my understanding would grasp the truth over uh, the lie that I would tell myself based on what I saw. Here, I believe in uh, the book of Job, the second chapter, we can uh, see that there's a correlation, there's a, a related idea and or concept unbeknownst to Job, something had already been written of him that indicated that there was more. Uh, one day when the angel came to report to God, Satan also showed up. I, I need to say this uh, emphatically is that sometimes there are moments and seasons where the enemy is coming. Now, if you're not doing anything, if you're not planting any seeds, if you're not honoring God with your life, Satan probably isn't coming for you. He's not really interested in you. You present zero threat to the kingdom of darkness. But in this case, we see God singled out Satan saying, and what have you been up to? I'm reading the message version. Uh, and Satan answered God, oh, going here and there, checking things out. And then God said, Satan, have you noticed my homeboy, Job? <laughs> There's no one quite like him. And don't forget, I'm, I'm paraphrasing in here. You know, I have to every now and then do my hood rendition because I need you to catch it. There's no one quite like him, is there? Honest, true to his word totally devoted to God and hating evil, he still has a firm grip on his integrity. Uh, uh, in the King James Version, uh, it, it indicates that he was technically unshakable. You tried to trick me into destroying him, but it didn't work. Know this, it didn't work in your life either. Satan answers, a human would do anything to save his life. But what do you think would happen if you reached down and took away his health? He'd curse you to your face. That's what God said. Well, I mean, all right, if you say so, go ahead. Go ahead. As they say in New York, you can do what you'd like to him, but mind you, don't kill him. Satan left God and struck Job with terrible sores. Job was uh, ulcers and scabs from head to foot. They itched and they oozed badly. And he took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself. And then he went and he sat on a trash heap among the ashes. His wife said, well, still holding on to your precious integrity you are, huh? Man, curse God and be done with this. He told her, you talking like an empty-headed fool. We take the good days from God, why not also take the bad days? Not once through all of this did Job sin. He said nothing against God, much better than I think you, 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 and I have done. Uh, three of Job's friends heard all of the trouble that had fallen on him. Each traveled from his own country, Eliphaz, the Tam, the from uh, Taman, uh, Bildad from Shahur, and Zophar from Namath. And they went together to Job to keep him company and to comfort him. 
And when they first caught sight of him, they couldn't believe what they saw. No, it looked gross, right? They hardly recognized him. They cried out in lament, ripped off their robes and dumped dirt on their heads as a sign of pure de grief. And then they sat with him on the ground seven days and seven nights. They sat there without saying a word. They could see how rotten he felt, how deeply he was suffering. I'm going to pause right there and then we're going to travel way down the road uh, to chapter 42 and we'll get to the place of more. I can only imagine and and I can also relate, uh, so to speak, there has been a season that you guys haven't known about because it's always easy to uh, cover up what others can't see. Here Job is, uh, he's been singled out by God, not because of something that he had done, not because of of any type of struggles in his humanity, not because he had lived a sin-filled life, not because he had done anything uh, other than be God-fearing, honest, integral, full of character. He was devoted and devout to the truth of who God was. He was a believer, but God trusted him with trouble. Not only did he trust him with trouble, but he, he believed within everything that he is being I am. I am is and still is, still was, and had already written and had already identified that not only would Job uh, conclude well, but that he would go through well. He would go through without inflicting uh, anything other than the truth of who God was on his life. And and, and it appeared in this season, and I thank God for uh, the seasons of being afflicted, moments where I believe my life, even to myself and to those uh, that that are close to me, have sat with me in the dirt, that have poured dirt on their heads as uh, I, I can imagine that moment where God said, did you uh, see old Dion with her special self, child? <laughs> I got a feeling she can hang. And and there were, were days, y'all, where I didn't know if I was going to be able to hang. I was like, is this now... Uh, like that meme that we see on Facebook. Up, uh, uh, now did well, uh, did now did you mean for this all of this to happen, Jesus? Are you kidding me right here? Like, is this really my life? Like, is this is this really what I'm dealing with? Um, I, I can see Job in his uh sanctified, unsanctified uh terrified, horrified imagination saying, what in the whole entire hell is going on? Can you relate? Anybody other than me had a whole bunch of what is going on in your mind's eye when things don't look anything like the the prophetic word that you receive, that you, you are going to be great. God is going to elevate you above your circumstances. He's going to uh, overtake you with blessings. Listen, honey, it, 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 it wasn't feeling like 
<laughs> favor. Wasn't feeling like uh, anything that uh, had been spoken over my life. It wasn't feeling like anything that I could identify with or relate to. I was confused and confounded, but there was this thing on the inside of me, like I'm sure Job had in mind, I know this can't be it. I, 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 I spent my entire life believing God, out of the box kind of believing God and serving and being in his face type of relationship, not about church or the religiosity of tradition and religion, but I, I can see that Job in his mind had questions because he recognized that there was more. But isn't it something when you are sitting in the middle of tragedy and trauma and trials and situations and circumstances and brutal, uh, the pain of the process, isn't it something when you sit there and in your mind's eye, you, you remember what God said to your heart that in the middle of the night on that that night where you cry God what is going on here are are you there can you see me and he's silent keep in mind we started at Job the second chapter and I told you we're not even going to talk about the in-betweens of his dead children and his uh ruined cattle of every single thing that he thought was normalized in his life things that he had worked hard for to build and to manifest are now gone and Job is afflicted not only is he afflicted and uh, like Beverly took us on a ride to Job's house, he was funky. You ever been in a situation, and I mean been in a pure defunct, <laughs> right? Every single thing about uh, life and situations, I got more month than you got money, got uh, relationship issues, got uh, issues on the job, got issues in ministry, got issues at your local church home, got issues uh, with your sexuality, got issues with your belief system, got issues and had questions. God, there's got to be more to life than this. I can remember laying in my bed saying, I did, wait, I, I didn't have none of this plan. This was not on my agenda. This was, it was not my objective to get up on a Tuesday and have some things in mind that I'd like to do, but be in a situation where that was not an option. Leaving was not an option unless I had some relief or a, a caregiver at the moment. I, I remember trying to figure out how did I get here from there, right? Because it wasn't always like that. I could see Job laying there having dug holes in his skin, y'all. I've had moments where I've dug holes in my skin, literally. Uh, I, I can imagine where there were moments where he was trying to figure out what had happened and, and potentially what he had done to place himself in this situation. I need you to get that the pain of the process never looks like the outcome of the promise, right? But you got to go through it to get to it. 
It's mandatory. It's par for the course. It is necessary for the next. It is obvious, right, in this outpouring that in this process, everything that's in you, every fearful place, everything that you thought you were afraid of, God brings to the surface. He brings it up so he can pull it out. He brings it up so you can look at it and acknowledge it. That's hurt. I don't like that. That is painful. That is something. But get this. He lived through it. And and the cold part is, I'm sure, that if he had known what it looked like on the other side, we might not have had 42 chapters. See, about 14 or 15 of the chapters were Job's complaints about his situation and his circumstances. About 14 of those chapters, he laid in the pain of his process in such a way that he not only questioned God, but uh, he never cursed him. He, he, but he had some questions. Child, I, I had some questions. You hear me? I had some serious. Look here. Jesus. First of all, you play too much, and this is so disrespectful to what I had in mind. I'm sure Job had something different in mind. So just because my time is short, let me let me take us over to Job, the 42nd chapter, and let's, let's put it all uh, together. And, and the word says, and Job answered God. Now, you should go back to 41 because God really checks and says, check this out. Who do you think you are that you wouldn't be afflicted? Did, did you hang the stars in the sky, man? See, I know you lost what you thought you had built and put together. I know that you a little thrown off because I allowed certain things to happen. They were necessary to get all of that residue, to get all of that yuck, to get all the cooties off you so that you would not only uh, be noble and integral and uh, full of character and all that good stuff, but I saw more. For you. So I selected you to go through this process so that any of the remnants of history, any of the remnants, any of the uh, historical evidence of, of anything that did not resemble me had an opportunity to be burned off. And so the word says, Job answered, God, I'm convinced. Y'all have heard me say this before. I'm convinced that you can do anything and everything. Nothing and no one can upset your plans. You asked, who is this muddying the water, ignorantly confusing the issue, second-guessing my purposes? I admit it. It was me. I was the one. I babbled on about things far beyond me, made small talk about wonders, ways over my head. You told me, listen, and let me do the talking. Let me ask the questions. You give the answers. I admit, listen, check this out. I once lived by rumors of you. Oh, hallelujah. But on today, I don't have to live by rumors anymore. Now I have a full, firsthand knowledge from my own eyes, from my own ears. Look, check this out. I'm sorry. My bad. Forgive me. You ain't never got to worry about that again. I promise. I, real talk. I'll never again live on crusts of hearsay. 
crumbs of rumors, right? And I read the story about Job having prayed for his friends because, you know, at one point Job's friends, and, and, and we all have those encounters, at one point Job's friends was like, blood. I was you, I'd just be like, I'm cool. I'm out. I wouldn't do this no more if I were you. The beautiful thing is you ain't me. And quitting is not an option because I recognize today. I understand today that there was so much more. I had a relationship. I had a, a, a life style of worship, had a lifestyle of prayer, but there was more. I remember asking God uh, in the middle of Josiah's uh, beginning stages of his journey, I was like, what, what do you want more? He's, you got to go deeper, sweetheart, right? You, you got to get from presence to glory. You got to understand that you're a glory carrier. It's your job to get to a place in me that my presence isn't enough, but you long for my glory so that you live in the place of my glory, so that your life becomes a, a remnant of my glory, so that when you walk in rooms, things go, go to a different place. When you are a part of a life, something happens that's transformative, that you have a different level of patience that you have a different level of understanding, that you have a different level of wisdom where it's not enough to just experience my presence, but similar to what Chrissy said on yesterday, where you walk into my glory and you loom there and you abide, where you find the space to occupy, understanding that it's a location. It's not a title. It's not an acknowledgement. It's a place you stay. It's not something you visit because there's more. If I had known on August 22nd, 2016, that uh, my heart would be this tender, if I had known that I'd find a safety in just being feminine without attempting uh, to lord the areas of my life that I can't control, I would have released everything a long time ago. I, I'm pretty sure Job got it when he said, it was me. I, I was tripping. I, I didn't get it. I didn't understand that there was far more than what my understanding could grasp in the moment, that there was far more for the future that was coming for me than I could understand. Uh, if I had known that the, that uh, six books would be born out of uh, struggle and strain and stress and trial and tribulation. If I had known that a song would be written that would uh, provoke me to push to a different place. If I had recognized uh, six years ago, five years ago, uh, 10 years ago, that this was not that and that nothing that had happened to me would destroy me, it would only make me kinder. That nothing that happened to me, that nothing that God allowed to occur would do anything other than uh, pursue my heart for empathy, that it would get me to a place where I don't have a desire uh, for platforms and stages, but I understand that it's about the impact of affecting the kingdom. If I had understood that it wasn't about all the money, but that because of me obeying God, that he would take care of me for all these years. But get this. 
Job did all of that. After God had finished addressing him, he turned to Eliphaz, the Tamanite, and said, I've had it with you and your two friends. I'm fed up. You haven't been honest either with me or about me, not the way that Job has. So here's what you must do. Take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my friend Job. Sacrifice the burnt offering on your own behalf. My friend Job will pray for you, and I'll accept his prayer, and he'll ask me not to treat you as you deserve for talking nonsense about me and for not being honest with me as he has. And they did. Eliphaz, the Temanite, Bildad, the Shuite, and Zophar, the Namorite, um, did what God had commanded and God accepted Job's prayer. Now get this, after Job's friends had prayed and he had interceded for his friends, God restored his fortune. I I had to uh, learn how to pray for folk that I know um, that that I've in seasons called friends that that I recognize didn't understand that this process has nothing to do with something that I asked for, but, uh, but, but was selected for. It is written of me in the books. I, I understand that most of this stuff I didn't have control over, but it, it had to go how it had to go to get to where it had to be. And there's a process that we all go through. And the sooner you accept the fact that pages are written of you, the sooner you walk into the promise, the sooner you understand understand that, yes, that painful place, that location of frustration, that area of your life that you just don't get yet, uh, the revelation is coming. And I I even uh, speak prophetically and by the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit that uh, your mind would begin to be illuminated according to Psalms 119, 130, that the entrance, hallelujah, of his word gives light and adds understanding, that your understanding would be enlarged, that according to Isaiah, the 54th chapter, that you begin to enlarge the place of your tent, that you begin to stretch forth your curtains. Hallelujah. For soon you'll be bursting on the left and on the right. And it's not about the things. It's about the thing. The thing is that your name is already written and it's already declared that there is more, that more is on the other side of the pain of your process. But you've got to stay in the process, accept the transition, and go ahead and agree with what is written for the more. The more is the promise. The more is recollecting that it's God's hand that's on your life. It has nothing to do with how wonderful or how awful you are. Can I tell you a secret? Your raggedy self has already been written to be better, that there's more for you. All you got to do is be like, oh, is that what it is? It's, there's more in spite of uh, the fact that uh, I've been a liar, that I've been a thief, the fact that I've uh, committed adultery, the fact that I've been a cheater, and the fact that I haven't trusted God with everything. Can I tell you a secret? I don't mean no harm, but it's already written that you'll get over that and that that's already been forgiven, that it's already under the blood all the way back to Adam and Eve. All you got to do is confess, repent, and turn on around in agreement with what's already written of you. I need you to get that there is more. After Job had interceded for his friends, the ones that uh, told him, honey, give up, just forget it, never mind. God restored his fortune, but get this, 
I, I want you to know that not only is there more, but he's going to give you double for your trouble. He's going to double it. All his brothers and sisters and friends came over to his house and celebrated. The ones that never came to kick it. Uh, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. I understand who is, who they are. I understand what is, what it is, but it has nothing to do with the fact that uh, even though you had whispers and murmurs, they might have talked about you on the slick and on the slide. Let me tell you what they're going to have to do. Come put their feet under the table that God has spread before you and acknowledge that he is and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him and they celebrated they told him how sorry they were and they consoled him for all the trouble that God had brought on him, right? Each of them brought generous housewarming gifts. Yep, the folks that had a whole lot to say and nothing at all at the same time got to come gift bearing in this season. God bless Job's latter life. Even the more than his earlier life, he ended up with 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 teams of oxen, 1,000 donkeys, and he also had seven more sons and three more daughters. He named them Dove, Cinnamon, Darkest, uh, uh, that and there was not a woman in that country as beautiful as old boy's daughters, right? Their father treated them as equals with their brothers, providing them the same inheritance. Listen, in this season where women weren't acknowledged, in this season, God's going to break the rules to get you to your more. He's going to do things that go against culture to get you to your more. He's going to transition some things out that were once unheard of to get you to your more. The things that the enemy uh, thought he had sifted and shifted. God is revisiting the idea and he's changing uh, some things molecularly in an effort to get you to more. I just want to encourage you this morning. You may be in the worst place in your mind that you've ever been in, in your mind. All you got to do is change your mind, in your mind, and let your life respond to your mind being changed to more. Change your talk. Change your attitude. Change your perspective. Recognize the enemy at work but know that the enemy at work has only been allowed by God. Psalms 81 says, and we go uh, from glory to glory. Each one appears before God in Zion. Before you can get to the next glory, it's got to visit the throne of grace. The only way that that visitation uh, is beneficial to you is when you are found in a place of understanding, <laughs> that he is already working everything out. Well, I, I won't say working, excuse me, pardon me. He has already written everything out. Let me take that back. Your life follows the word, but you have to agree. Last thing, there are some things that you need to repent for. Not enough to just say sorry. There are some things you need to confess to God has nothing to do with me. I'm not going to ask you to say that here publicly. But there are moments that you've doubted that God's hand was on your life, that you feared 
in such a way that it has held you stagnant, that you have been in a place of uh, complacency, disrespectfully to the promises of God that loom over your life. There are people that need your whole entire life to be intact and in agreement with what is written of you in an effort to get to their place of freedom. I would suggest to you that today is wait while we wait Wednesday. It's a wonderful time. It's right before the beginning of the year. It's a wonderful time to repent. It's a wonderful time to confess, to tell God, excuse me, I'm so sorry I doubted you. So sorry I didn't believe that the promise was for me. And I know it, it, it may not look like uh, what you think it should look like, but I, I'm here to tell you, this is not my guesswork. This is, this is not me saying maybe, uh, hopefully, possibly. I'm telling you what I've lived. And I'm walking out of one of the darkest seasons of my whole entire life. But, baby, I'm so much better than I've ever been. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in every single area of my life, uh, I recognize what is written today. That being said, I'm so over my time. Guess what? I'm not sorry. It is what it is. But now's the time that we have set aside for those that join the call a little late. You want to say good morning? Great morning. Good morning, Mrs. Mary. Thank you so much for your share. It's just been just a blessing. Amen. Great morning. Great morning. Good morning. Hey, girlfriend. How are you watching? Well, praise God. <laughs> Great Good morning. morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. It's Moxie. Good morning. Hey, Moxie. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Dion. Hey, hello, how are you? <laughs> Good morning, Dion. Love you. Hey, great morning. Love you too, Chris. Good morning, Dion. Good morning, Dion. It's Diane. Hey, Diane. Hey, humble Al. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, morning, Dion. This is Sister Stephanie. Great decoration. Hey, Hey, great morning, Stephanie. Good morning, morning, Monica. Hi, Beth. Hi, Monica. And I heard one more. Miss B. Hey, Miss B. Good morning all the way from Texas. Good morning. Good morning, this is Georgia. Hey, Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Good morning, family. It's magnificent. Hey, magnificent. Great morning. Feel better. You can just the sinus is bothering you. Good morning. It's your mom. Hi, Mama. Hi, baby. Good morning. Good morning. It's Persistent Priscilla. Hi, Persistent. Thank you. Demetriana <laughs> says, that was amazing. I love you. Demetriana, great morning. Good morning. Hi. Hi. <laughs> good morning, Mother Liam. Good morning, it's Jamaica. Hi, Jamaica. Good morning. Good morning, this is Juanita. Hey, Juanita. Hey, man, I got your text message. I've had a whole bunch going on, but I got you. I'll we'll connect. Anybody else? 
Morning, Dave Jail. Hey, Sugarfoot. Anybody else? That's it. Anybody have any questions, comments, commentary? We'll walk right into love, life, and victory from there. You off today. This is persistent, Dion. I just want to say thank you. I just want to say thank you. Amen. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. I needed to hear this. There were some nuggets in there that needed to straighten some things out in my head. So, <laughs> That's the you. only place we ever need to be straightened out is in our head. We just be retarded sometimes. You know. Seriously, seriously, seriously. All of us. Uh-huh. We just be a little slow. I don't know about I can speak for myself. I've been a little slow, honey, <laughs> on multiple occasions. Yes, yes. It's just it's just different from the way we think, and mm-hmm. but we know that he tells us that. But we just be hard headed. At least me, you know. <laughs> Serious. <laughs> Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just be a little mental health patient, but oh, praise God for grace and mercy. Amen. Amen. That part. Thank you. Right. Um, we always want to say we don't ride the yellow bus for honey. We all on the yellow bus, whether it's the backseat, the emergency door, just getting yeah. on behind the driver. Yes, that's, sure. that's what it is. We got, we <laughs> but, got helmets. We got helmets in oh, our car. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. that's what, and, and the little emergency handles. Yes, we got that, that part. <laughs> but that's thank God for mercy and grace. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we get to be it, for real. Um, mm-hmm. But I enjoyed your declaration. And, you know, it just, it, you know, the shares always encourage me because there's always, you know, we know who we are. We stand in our faith. But there's always that sidebar that be like, wait a minute, wait. Okay, this part right here. But I thank God because um, it was a whole bunch of days where I wanted to just get back into bed and be like, Lord, I'm going to go to sleep. I don't want no more of that. I'm just going to go to sleep. And then Mm -hmm. when I wake up, can we be somewhere else? Can you, like, you know, wave the (laughs) wine or blink your eyes or Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be? Send me the little glitter shoes. I don't care what it is. Just take Mm -hmm. me out of that. Um, But then as I begin to develop my relationship with him and know who he is, to know that to whom much is given, much is required. So if we, you know, say, Lord, we trust you, there's going to be areas where he say, do you? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and that was a test for me yesterday. I stood in my face, but it was the fact that, you know, it was just uncertain to me. And everything supernatural is uncertain, but he's still who he is. He doesn't change. So I thank God for re- I thank God for re- you know, you sharing and reminding me that he does not change yesterday, today, and forevermore. So thank you for your declaration, and thank you for always encouraging us um, and living life out loud, because it definitely helps us. It does, and I love you to life. Amen. Who playing good jazz? <laughs> you got him, Shell. <laughs> Somebody hold me. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else? 
Yes. Uh, yeah, I just want to say this. Um, I, I, I appreciate the part when you say God allows these things to happen to Job because too often times we want what we want, but God said, uh-uh-uh-uh, I want what I want in you. So I appreciate the fact because with Job, we do all those circumstances, you know, and we all go through all different circumstances. We all have our particular Job experiences, but through the process, the constant is the Lord, and he's saying, I'm with you. I'm showing you something because I'm trying to grow you. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Amen. Good stuff, humble. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You will not escape life without an experience. Or two. Or five. Hey. I'm just saying because I just got off the bus. So um, thank you for (laughs) sharing that in this season with so much uncertainty to not spider, like Shell said, get in the bed and stay in there because that's really easy to do. But the warfare, the just to activate faith and trust God, and and I'm so I love Job. Like man, it's it's so our Job experience, and humble. I all said it as well. Just to stay mindful that God is who He say he is. We got to trust Him, even when we when it don't look like it. And your life, and like you said, side turn nineteen and the die. Man, because I think about the appointments and just being at Children's Hospital with him and him encouraging me when I want to slide down the wall in the <laughs> elevator because what he just dealt with, you know. And it's like, whew. So as my niece Stephanie, and I keep thinking about her because she's 30, and when I tell you she is a gangster because everything uh-huh. that she's going through, she hey, until you good? I, uh, yeah, I'm good because you good. Right. So mm-hmm. just just grateful, just for who, like we really know who God is, and just to keep walking this thing out. It ain't it ain't easy, but it's necessary to trust Him. So I thank you, and I love you to life. Amen. Lo- love you too. I I remember, um, me. I guess it was me and I think me and Sabrina and I don't know who. I think it. Was, I don't know. I, I'm not sure who it was, but. Sabrina, I hate when you tell this story. I hate when you tell this story. <laughs> it was me, you, and Mama Jackie, and I oh, hate and it. Oh, my mama. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't remember. <laughs> and he had just gotten out of surgery, and he had let out this holler and screamed my name. And, and Sabrina had this low-down meltdown, and it looked like one of them art paintings where the lady was sitting on the side of the bed, and one leg was linked to the left. The other leg was – it was so funny. She had her purse in her lap, y'all. She had been literally melted down into the chair, and she thought she was going to get up and put one finger up and walk out the room. And out of his high soup, he said, where you think you going? <laughs> Child, they thought we needed a whole nother gurney for me. <laughs> Baby, that was the funniest ever. And she said, nowhere. <laughs> it was right. It have was a whole seat. <laughs> yeah, leaving was not an option. She thought she was just going to get to sneak out on all that discomfort and frustration. Uh, no, ma'am, you will be tormented as well. I thank God for great friends, y'all. That's all I could say, because it's a many a days. They trek all of us. We'll see, I know the doctors is like, here yeah, they come again. 
Amen. Amen. Anybody else have any comments, questions, or comments? Absolutely. Um, Grace, can I just say something? Because I just, um, you know, it's, it's comical now on the other side. We can yes, laugh about it. It's not funny. It, it was not funny. And being able to walk that experience out with you. Good morning, everybody. I'm sorry. Dion pulled me out of my homework um, to, to <laughs> into this conversation, telling y'all about one of my unso grateful moments. But um, I remember, and this ties directly back into Job. Um, my favorite part of the story of Job is one of the last um, scriptures of when God changed his calamity um, because he prayed for his friends. And I remember when we first began that journey with you, and I remember I got the call that I needed to come to be with you at the hospital, like in the very, very beginning. I don't even know if you remember. And I got there. And I was frustrated. I couldn't, you know, get Josiah's name right. And I couldn't find you when I got to the family room where they said you were. Um, all of your stuff was there. Um, there was food there. People had been there. But you weren't there. And I was literally about to scream because all I wanted to do was to be with you. And I got really, really quiet. And I could hear you praying. And I mean, roaring in the spirit. And I really thought that something bad had happened at that point. And as I began to follow the voice, what I found is that you were going from room to room praying for the children. You weren't even with God, but you did not abandon your post. You did not abandon what God had called you to do. By the time I caught up to Dion, y'all, she had a little janitor lady who was supposed to be sanitizing and sweeping. She had her hand up in the corner praying for her. And I will never forget that woman's child was in one of those beds, but she had to work. And so it was just an encouragement to me that no matter what we're going through, we don't get to come down off the wall. And so I just wanted to say that because that was very a very powerful moment for me, that even as we go through things, we don't get to take a siesta or a break. We still got work to do. And God turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. So if you are still going through something and it seems elongated and prolonged, ask yourself, when was the last time I prayed for somebody else? Okay, I'm going back on mute. <laughs> Good morning. This is, this is Stephanie. Okay. Good morning, Deanna. Thank you so much for your um for your declaration. And I just wanted to say that the Lord revealed something to me through your declaration this morning. As I had stated on this call, I went through my period of homelessness and I too was devastated and I slid down the wall after being homeless for ten months from being in the five bedroom house. And um mm-hmm. the Lord revealed to me through your testimony about Job and my reading that Job, when he was restored, Job didn't leave his family. Even his friends that forsook him and was telling him to curse curse our Lord and Savior. He didn't say, though my Lord told me, that even though those people weren't able to understand and they weren't able to be on his, to have his level of faith, that Job was a, was a, a, a how do you say, a, a, an example for them that he allowed them for his faith, for their faith to be strengthened in the promise and in the goodness of the Lord. So there was a lot of people that left me in my time of um, homelessness, 
but it's not for me to harden my heart, but for me to stand and show an example of my father's love. And I just thank you so much for that. Amen. God be praised. Um, that that was a great revelation. And yes, you know, um, he restores things. And um, my life is absolutely a testament to him being a God of a restoration. Thank you for sharing that, Steph. Anybody else? Go ahead. And I was going to just say when Sabrina was talking about Dion being everywhere but where she's supposed to be, that was another um, incident, Sabrina, to go into the family room and see all her belongings. But you have to find Dion. Dion was never where she's supposed to be. She was always just praying for someone else. And, again, Sabrina, I agree with you wholeheartedly that when life happens, we cannot slide. We can slide for a minute, but we've got to get back up because we are needed for our assignment to intercede for people who don't know him like we know him or don't have the faith to trust him, even when the doctors are saying to make arrangements. I'm still here today when they told my mom that. So to God be the glory. To God be the glory. Oh, my God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Okay, so this is Gloria. So okay. Wait, wait. Hold, I, hold on two seconds. Okay. Hold on two seconds, bro. Was that Barbara okay. about to say something? Or was that you that said, go ahead? That was you, Gloria? It was me. Oh, go ahead, baby. It's me. So my mind goes back to the first time I met you. And mm, I thank God for not being allowed to slide down the wall in the midst of what was going on. And I thank God for the leadership that's in you to speak to what was in me and say, go ahead, go over, and to console my child while she was going through what she was going through. The whole thing, the lesson this morning about um, not being able to slide down the wall, as the body of Christ, we can't. And so my pull-up this morning was, there's the other side of what you're going through, so stop tripping. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Keep marching. It's the same thing God has been saying the whole while, because what's written in the book about us, it's written, and that's it, and that's all. So I thank you. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you, DV, for just, just being just being here. I love y'all. Amen. Amen. Love you. Anybody else? Hey, good morning, sis. It was such a great declaration, but you know what I keep on just popping up in my um, spirit right now is I'm just so grateful for um, that he gives us another day to trust. Because when I think back on but when I thought I was trusting in him, you know, when I think back, you know, I wasn't in it. And the, on today, with the new, from all that time, you know, the process that he had been, you know, taking me through and the, the process that he had been changing my perspective of understanding who he is and who I am, you know what I mean? So now the trust is different. Now is, um, you know, I can say, God, I know who you are. And I know it is written, you know, or whatever the case may be, I could declare it and just and just trust in him and and really trust him, not try to still be the provider and not still try to control the situation, you know what I'm saying, or whatnot. So I, I just 
love that process right now that I'm going through with him, that I, I, I'm keeping my, my eye on my race and I'm keeping my eye on him. And just as he's taking me back, remember I said before you guys, you know, we, um, we going back into my life, into these traumas, into these foxholes that I, that I was not trying to deal with, that I was trying to just, to, you know, uh, push over, that he's showing me that, no, I cannot, that cannot be done in, in my walk with him because they're, they, they are spoiling the vine, you know what I mean? So I'm just so grateful for another day to trust him in, you know, to go back in it and to be able to say, okay, here we go. Okay, you know what I'm saying? What, 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 what was I missing? What do I need to do, you know, to be able to um, heal and allow this hole to be filled, you know, with his love and with his, with his healing, you know what I mean? So I'm just so grateful, you guys, just that, you know, just for the process. So thankful for the process right now. I never thought I would say that, um, you know, be looking for the comfort. You know, he's showing me it's, it's, it's a comfort in him, but it would never be, it's going to be uncomfortable, you know? But yeah. I just thank you, too. I thank you. Yeah, it's it's not comfortable. <laughs> no, That's it's so true. uncomfortable. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, That's why I didn't want to do it. That's why I was avoiding it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But listen, you find the moments of pain and push in, everything changes, I promise. Yeah. I promise. So, mm, what I love, I love it, I love it. Thank you for your declaration, Pastor. What I love is um, when you tell that story about Sabrina and Josiah. I call you guys Josiah's <laughs> angels. And um, that's how you know he was truly a boss in the seed that uh, the seed of um, where he came from. So the funny thing about me is, um, um, I'm sorry, I'm a little discombobulated. Oh, when I remember you saying, what in the entire hell, what in the whole entire hell. And mm-hmm. I'm like, dang it play it again and then the painful season of self-discovery so going through those things it's like uh um and then going through philip's book which was helpful the love chamber to mm-hmm. bring out um like i said press in and go through and, and continue to love and pray for people that's my favorite part of the job story that he was restored when he prayed for others so um just making sure to have the right balance because you know sometimes we could just be so busy and doing things for others that you're really not sitting in and dealing with um what God has, like Mona said, avoiding the things that God has brought up for us so we can really process through them and press through them and, and come out on the other side, um, being pruned and all of that wonderful stuff to, for his glory. So I love you, family. Thank you so much. Amen. Love you back, babe. Hey, good morning. <laughs> Hello. Hey, <laughs> I like you so much. <laughs> Listen here. You this morning, all I heard, you got in a certain vein towards the end. I work it from home, so you know I ain't like really just at my desk. I get a high right today. You was flowing, and it just flowed out of your mouth, and it rolled, and I was like, it sounded silky smooth, but it was comforting and refreshing, and I was like, speak, girl, speak. <laughs> I was like, yes, right? And it was so on point, what you were saying, so I know it was coming out of your heart by the power of God. It wasn't on notes, you know, um, and I love that as you were reading. I think I'm going to go and post. Um, Psalm 42, at least the first six verses, because it makes so much sense about 
the way God is trying to get me to consistently believe, right? Verse number three, who is this that hides counsel without knowledge? This is some stuff we don't understand, and we're trying to figure it out. We're trying to understand it. We're trying to talk it out. We're trying to make it make sense. And it's just not going to make sense because we don't have the knowledge. He says, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure stuff out. And if we would just lean not to our own understanding, and until mm-hmm. he gives it to us, continue to be, right, continue to do. Um, people say you can't slide down the wall. Truth is, people have, right? We do. We do, but sometimes you can't see it because we got to keep going. We still got things to do. Some people mm-hmm. still got to show up to work. Some still people got to still be the wife, the mother, the 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 mother of the other children. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that's where sometimes we 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 get off because we don't have those people holding up our arms to make sure that everything else in our lives that still goes on still goes on because life still goes on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it still keeps going. Right? Uh-huh. It does. It ain't going to stop just because we're in the midst of a crisis. Uh-uh. It's not going to stop. It might stop for us, but it's uh-huh. not going to stop. Listen, he says, here when I speak, look at verse 5. I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear. I had so heard. Now, now my today, eyes see. Today. <laughs> but on today. But today. Jesus. Both yes. on today. Oh, yes. Uh, but I ain't got heard no more. Come on, for my ain't no, self, ain't no more hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and ain't then no one more hurt. thing, like um, Dondria had said, and I think somebody else had mentioned it. I my favorite part was like after Job had prayed for his friends that you know they were restored, he was restored, they were forgiven. But when you read that, it seems like for the first time I really heard that God addressed his friends and told them. Y'all get it together. This is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So it was a it was it was a partnership where they had to go and offer up burnt offerings and a sacrifice. I, I skipped over that part all the time. I just went to Job prayed, but they mm-hmm. had to offer up a sacrifice and go before Job basically, and then mm-hmm. Job prayed. So there was still repentance on their part. We don't really talk about that. Mm-hmm. He did mention it. Get it together. Repent. Mm-hmm. God will forgive. He will pardon. In fact, he says he's faithful and just to do so. So I'm so grateful for grace and mercy. Yes, Rochelle, we all had a part on that yellow bus at some time, and we still step back on, truth be mm-hmm. told. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes intentionally, right? Mm-hmm. This is it. I utter words I did not understand. But go back before God. Just, Just, God, I blew it. God, I don't understand. I am not God. You are living on the inside of me, but I haven't tapped in truly to the fullness of who you are. Help, God. I know there's more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> help. <laughs> I need somebody. Help. <laughs> help. Help me. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I love you. Thank you so much. I love that story with Sabrina. You was not going nowhere. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen her, how slump she was. It, was. it wasn't just that she slid. Baby, that slump was so cold in that chair. Oh, you, right. You know, Miss Vanna, it's like you're not going to see her sweat. But that time, oh, it was over. And he had just got through hollering out. Oh, that. she was done. She was fit to be tied. Do you hear me? And her purse, yeah. she had 
holding it at the bottom. She had one of the big old bag lady double bag purses. She was holding it at the bottom, trying not to let it hit the flow. Oh, <laughs> Lord. I bet she still tried to do it gracefully because you are so graceful, girl. She did, but it, it, did, it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> it didn't work that time. She, she was looking like a straight sap. I'm telling you, it was over. <laughs> Uh, that's nice, fond memories. Yes, thank God you can't look back and smile now. You know, and smile well, yeah. today. Today, today we can shuffle. Oh, yeah. but that it was not okay. You hear me? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, God be praised. God be praised. Thank you for sharing, Lisa. Anybody else? Love you, Pastor Dion. I love you too, sunshine. <laughs> and you guys, if you would do me a favor, this is heck off topic, but relevant to say the least. Um, if you would go to the Declare Victory fan page and just like it, um, I'm saying it because I'm super excited about um, the volumes of the book being released. Who would have known? through all of the pain <laughs> of, of what God allowed in my life um, to birth so many different things um, on so many different levels. But to be in a position to release books of you victors on this call um, that will absolutely be able to create a stream of income, not for declare victory, but for your family, for trusting God and believing what's down on the inside of you. Um, I'm so excited and and I mean happy, glad and elephant proud and whatever else the church people be saying. I'm that concerning um, the volumes of the book that have been written from very painful places from all of us, Valuable Valacita, Lisa, uh, Miss D. Uh, I mean, listen, it, it, there's a lot. There's, there's a lot. And it's uh, rich in content, rich in tools, rich in resource, rich in declarations and things that will literally do something inside of you to change your thought process. So I'm I'm excited. Again, run over to the Declare Victory fan page and like it just so that when these things are released, you'll actually see them. Amen. <laughs> and it, it'll be out before Christmas. So I'm really happy. It's Christmas gift. <laughs> Anybody else have any questions, comments, commentary concerning the share this morning? If not, I will give you guys back a few moments. Amen. Well, with that being said, um, I'm not sure, Gloria, you'll have to let me know if you are um, having um, Archer Circle meeting this evening. Yes, we are. All right. So Archer Circle, 7 p.m. this evening, 5 o'clock for um, the reconnect after the fast and um, otherwise. We will meet you right back here at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Tomorrow. I love you. Tomorrow. You're only a day away. If the Lord let us live, that is. Otherwise, the love you. The sun will come out tomorrow. Right. Sing, Dee Dee. 
Thank you, God. I love you guys. Uh, Happy birthday, birthday, girl. We need to serve Victory Family. God bless. God bless you all. Happy Happy birthday, everyone. Have a wonderful day, everyone. I love you. Have a blessed day. <laughs> we love you too, girl. Love you too, girlfriend.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Life, forgiving one another while staying. 